Everybody, that's the thing. Everybody's situation is is different, you know, and everybody's having to deal in different ways, you know, and I see my neighbors outside with their kids and I can just tell they're just like, what now? Okay, that took that took up 20 minutes, you know, like what what's next? And, you know, and, and meanwhile, we're like begging my son to come downstairs, you know, every four hours to check in and you know, right. Cause he's on the computer. He's playing video games and oh, I, you know, I'm doing school too, but we're like, are you alive? Come, come see us. <laughs> yeah. What's going on up there? I, uh, I'm very grateful for my situation. Um, uh, but I live alone. I'm a lonely yeah. lady. I don't even have cats. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh. Uh, so I'm grateful that I have, work and I um, have definitely been working weekends and late hours and early hours. And um, so that makes me flexible to pop off for a little bit and do a little little podcast. Uh, But I definitely empathize with everybody whose hair is turning gray. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, listeners, this is my friend Taylor from Denver, Colorado. Say hello to all the listeners, Taylor. Hey, listeners, I'm Taylor. Yay, yay! She's uh, yay. she's one of our Thanks she's one of our Denver, uh, Denver fish sticks, uh, which is our newest uh, leg leg of the troop. Do you say leg? Do we say what do we say? Crew? I don't know. I like leg. Yeah, leg. Yeah. Um, but, uh, she, but you're the first, you're the first Denver, Denver peep that I've had on the podcast. So I'm excited to introduce you to the world. Um, it's not a contest though, right? No, no, there's no contest. No, if there was, you'd win, but you know, thank you. Uh, I met, uh, I met you Taylor, uh, at, I guess a year ago. Almost yeah. exactly a year ago, May, at the conference up in uh, Milwaukee or in the Wisconsin Milwaukee area, it was up north a little bit. But I met you there for the first time. I had heard about you. They had they had told us a little bit about you, and uh, it was all true. So, oh, good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so uh, we did. Uh, we went through a, a process there in Denver and uh, established some pretty cool homies and uh, Taylor's one of those. So uh, I'm super excited. And Taylor has, uh, you've done, you've done some improv for, for a while now. Right. Am I right about that? That's right. Yeah. I started um, taking improv classes in 2007. Okay. So uh, I caught the bug. Had you before that, had you, like high school theater class improv like what was your what did you know about improv before you took those classes oh mostly that i loved whose line is it anyway oh, okay. okay i hear that and one. yeah i like theater too yeah cool so you took yeah. some classes is this at a some kind of improv set up there in denver some kind of improv school theater slash thing 
What do y'all got out there? Yeah, uh, it's, it's the Bovine Metropolis School of Improv. Uh, they've been in Denver the longest. There's a couple other improv schools in town now. Um, and they're they're all great. I'm pro improv for everyone. So cool. Um, but yeah, that's where I took classes. They're so I'm like, assuming it's, it's mostly long form. Go ahead. Yeah, right. No, no. I was say I was. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was assuming that it's kind of a long form type deal and you go through some levels and end up performing on different, uh, different crews and stuff. Is that how it went? Yeah. It's funny. The first day. So, I mean, I was obsessed with whose line is it anyway. And, um, uh, so, uh, uh, so real quick little story. I was, um, I was actually, I'd just been dumped and, oh, no. and, and I was like, it was sad and it was beautiful outside. And I was looking outside, just crying of like, oh, it's oh, sad. <laughs> and, uh, and a friend called me just to check in and then was like, well, I got to go. I'm going to my improv class. And I was like, improv classes? <laughs> um, and so I showed up the first day and I was like, Yes, like this is how I meet Ryan Styles. Right. I'm starting today and I'm going to be playing with Ryan Styles. And one of the first things they said was, if you like whose line is it anyway, this is <laughs> nothing like that. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> um, but I stuck with it um, just because it was fun and, you know, the elements of improv of, you know, getting outside of your comfort zone, playing right. different characters. Um, so it was fun and I stuck with it. Cool. And then I actually didn't make the short form team. I had to audition a few times to get Ooh. on the short form team. Interesting. Yeah. And I say that now, now I'm like the poster child of like, don't quit. Stick with it. <laughs> right. Taylor was a loser. Oh, no, no. <laughs> now she's a winner. That, that's funny. I had a similar experience I had been doing short form for years and years that was sort of my main bread and butter and and uh I I went and took a level one at at one of the Dallas places Dallas Comedy House which is awesome they're great and I went there with Smiley my buddy Smiley and uh we were sitting there and you know and of course they were talking about long form and stuff and they were like you know what questions do you have and so I just sort of meekly was like I mean I know I know you guys do long form but do you do like, are you opposed to short form? Like, is there any short form happening here? And the instructor, who's this great dude, he's awesome. He just kind of was like, how do I answer this? You know, he, I could tell he was thinking, he just goes, we do long form. <laughs> like that was his, that was his answer. I was like, oh, okay, I guess they're not fans of short form. You know, and I think for years there was sort of that feeling of, Versus, you know, you had your like only long form and then you had your like, you know, people who came up with whose line or, or whatever. And it just it seemed like there was this battle. And I don't really feel that these days. I feel like everybody's pretty much open to, to whatever, you know, I, I guess you have your your preferences. I enjoy both. You know, I feel like most improvisers should be like, yeah, there's a place for both of those things. And they're they're both in 
awesome and amazing. So yeah. they definitely are skills that sharpen one another um, to be able to jump into characters. Um, yeah. That's, I feel like that's a practice of, of doing long form and having deep developed characters and also um, the urgency of short form and the fun intensity of jumping in and making things happen. So I think yeah. they work together pretty well. Um, yeah. There's, it's not worth debating long form versus short no. form because they have, they have their places. Yeah, I think so. And we, you know, fish sticks has, is unashamedly and firmly ensconced in, in short form world. And, you know, we don't apologize for that and we, we love it and audiences, you know, love it. So, uh, but I do, I do, when I get a chance to do some long form, I, I jump at it because I, I love that experience too. So. What, uh, let's talk Denver fish sticks for a little bit. Uh, we don't have to personally attack any of the other members, but, uh, like I was kidding about that, but what, uh, I was physically, verbally. <laughs> so let's talk Denver. Let's talk Denver fish sticks a little bit. What uh, I know you guys have have done some uh, before this whole uh, national lockdown situation. Uh, y'all have been doing some uh, rehearsing and things. And now even with the lockdown, I know y'all have done some uh, remote, um, you know, playing with each other and stuff. What uh, What would you say you guys are... I don't know where are you. Give us the status update at Denver Fish Sticks. What are you feeling? Oh man, um, definitely an eagerness to get together and play together. Yeah. Um, doing it remotely, Lisa's been fun about spearheading some games online. Um, but there's a limit to that, and the physicality. I'm a big physical player, so sure. I. I um I miss the connection. Um uh so we're we're trucking along, uh doing our best to connect. Yeah. Uh, so like you said, we've been, you know, rehearsing and we uh got ready for the showcases, um, which was a real fun time. And now I think trying to find that team dynamic. Yep. We're uh we're doing what we can. Uh, in the circumstance. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're doing part of good. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate that we sort of formed you guys right before all of this, you know, I I don't, I'm not going to take the blame, but I'm just saying it's, it's pretty unfortunate that we were ready to unleash you, you guys in, in the Denver area and, and even bring you in nationally to some shows. And then this all, you know, we all got shut down, but let's just, uh, we're just going to keep praying. And, and I know it, it's, you know, it's all going to peter out and, and we're going to get you guys to work. So, uh, and, and what you said is exactly right. You know, people ask me like, how do you, you know, how do you get better improv to me? One of the main things or, not main things, but one thing that is super helpful is if you improvise with the same group of people for an extended period of time, and then the the more you're with those people, 
even just hanging out and, you know, just sort of knowing each other to me, that elevates your, your improv show, you know, until you guys can really mesh and, uh, spend time with each other. Just doing that is gonna, you know, do wonders for, for how you guys bounce off each other on stage. Uh, you know, I've found my strongest on stage times are with those people that I've done it with for a long time. You know, me and Smiley go way back, me and Brad and Sean and Craig, and we've been doing it for decades together. And so I, I never wonder what those guys are thinking or, you know, what they mean or where their head's at. I just sort of know. And so I can't wait for you guys to sort of get to that, that, yeah, it's, that zone. It's, it's fun when you're with a group of people that you trust and you can riff with. I mean, it's just like playing with friends. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely benefit to playing with new people and, and that it pushes right. you to grow and try new things. But I think the, 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 I think it's better supported in a team that you, that you trust. I think, right better stuff comes out of that. And I think that's, you know, proved by, uh, you know, teams. <laughs> right. Yeah. That whole concept. Yeah. Yeah. That's where that yeah. concept is. So yeah. yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's, uh, let's get off that path. Let's, uh, let's put improv behind us a little bit. And I just want to know about Taylor. So not like life story, but let's see, uh, when you, I know improv obviously is like a big hobby of yours, but what other hobbies do you, what do you do? What are some things you like to do? Just anything at all. Yeah. I was totally prepared for this question. <laughs> um, in that I, sh I knew that I should have another answer. Um, so yeah, when I fell in love with improv, it sort of, became something that I, I did a lot. Um, uh, like I teach improv and right. improv instructor. Um, and you said, let's move on from improv. Nope. So, um, I'm, yeah, I just mean like, do you read, do you like movies? Sure. Do you have little crafts? You know, some people crochet and some people have plants. I don't know what, like, what's your deal? Yeah. What, what do you like to do? I'm like, I like lots of stuff. Um, I do, I like movies and comedies. I love live theater. Um, uh, so for all the Texas people, this doesn't really compare, but um, uh, since it's, we've got some downtime, I'm going through some of the personal projects. And one is I have these cheerleading videos on VHS. Okay. And, um, I'm listening. Like, I, I loved it in high school. So you, you did cheer. And so you're talking about videos of you in high school. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh wow. yeah. Not awesome. like videos of other people. Yeah. Well, um, it was. I just I keep the VHS <laughs> with my neighbor from. <laughs> I have these, I follow these cheerleaders. They compete. I mean, some people do that. There's like a Netflix series and stuff of like, cheer i don't know so okay i'm i'm on the i'm on the right page now it's it's videos of you from the past cheering i got you well and maybe it's that netflix 
docuseries that kind of brought it back up. Um, so yeah, wait, wait, that, wait. That so another... you watched you watched Cheer? You watched it on Netflix? I, I did with the rest of America. Because well, you know that that college is down the road from me. Oh, like is it just down the road? Yeah. Yeah, because I, I so I live in Midlothian, Texas, and Navarro has a campus here in Midlothian. And I'm just a little short way down the highway from Waxahachie, and then a little further on is Corsicana, which is where the main campus is, Navarro. And so that little Netflix series, it was quite the uh, the the talk around these parts because it's you know a lot of like a lot of Midlothian students who don't go off to college like they go to Navarro. You know, it's kind of like the local. Uh, college around here and in fact one dude that my daughter graduated with shows up in that in that series and we were i didn't watch it but my wife and daughter watched it and they were just like oh, look like they couldn't believe and he just was on there for like two seconds or whatever but uh but yeah was he uh, one of the guys no he was there was apparent and again i didn't watch it so i'm just going off of what i heard but one of the guys who's one of the cheerleaders was in theater there at Navarro also like he was a, a theater actor or performer or something and there was one little mm-hmm. shot where he's in like a dressing room talking to like some other theater dudes and one of the guys sitting there was was this guy that we know from from my daughter's high school wait so you're telling me that your daughter's friend was on the Netflix special being talked to by somebody else from the Netflix special. I know it's hard to believe, but that is exactly what I'm telling you. Okay. You said we could go weird places. So um, I grew up in Evergreen, Colorado, which is a mountain town, even though I was born, I was born in Dallas. Okay. Um, And um, we had this, uh, my dad built like a log cabin, not with his hands. We paid builders to build this log house. And we had a view of the Continental Divide. 1840. <laughs> yes, my father is he's very old, but he's so strong. Um, and uh, so, uh, you know, we had a, this really pretty mountain home. Right. We get a knock on the door one day, and this is like, you know, late 80s, early 90s. And um, somebody from Cabela's catalog was scoping out places okay. for, oh. are you familiar with Cabela's catalog? I, I know Cabela's and I, they, I guess. Oh yeah, they have stores. Um, and uh, so Cabela's used to take pictures at our house okay. and, um, and that led to a couple of different things. John Denver shot a commercial what? at our house. What? I was thinking yeah. about and, bringing uh, up John Denver on this podcast conversation just because you are in Colorado. And I was like, uh, that's so stereotypical. Like everyone outside of Colorado thinks you guys go around singing John Denver all day long. And so I decided <laughs> not to bring him up. And then there you go. You brought him up. That's just all. Uh, there he's right there um so that was so now oh, you know leading... someone who now was in a john denver commercial 
<laughs> I am so impressed. Wait, but is this leading to the cheer thing? Are you are you connecting the two, or was this just no. a separate story? Oh, okay. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I'm that was your brush with greatness. Your brush with greatness is much much more impressive than my little story was. Just FYI. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know. it's not a contest. <laughs> Ah, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I, I love John Denver. I don't care who, I don't care what anybody says that, that he's amazing. But yeah. That's impressive. Do you still have the cabin well, or did y'all sell it? We sold it. Um, uh, so it's funny that you say you really like John Denver because I was in sixth grade and, and we had to delay the filming for a couple of months because of a, um, he had a DUI incident and I was going through, I was going through the dare program. Eric, yeah. I, I snubbed John Denver when I met what? him. I was, I was an sixth grader. I was like, mm, I'm going to dare you lawbreaker. Wow. Wow. That's hilarious. So, okay. So since we're I on sort of Colorado uh, artists from the, 70s uh so there's this guy cw mccall do you know do you know this does that no any bells so the song convoy Mm -hmm. do you know this song convoy from back in the in the 70s about truckers could you sing it for me (laughs) we we got a mighty convoy rocking through the night come on no you don't don't so when i was when i was a child uh at my grandmother and grandfather's house, they had, you know, everybody had an eight track tape player back in the, I'm pretty old Taylor. So back in the seventies, everybody had these eight track tapes and they had an eight track tape of this CW McCall's greatest hits and convoy is probably his best hit, but he had a whole bunch of other songs on there. And we wore that thing out. My brother and I, we just, you know, memorized all those songs and just sang them and, you know, listen, but he's a big, it's kind of a Colorado deal. He, he, you know, his whole persona was Colorado and truckers and stuff. And, um, it turns out my world was shattered when I learned that he was a fake, like he was a character that was created for a coffee commercial or something in Colorado. And, yeah, he was just like an actor and he got booked for this commercial and they created this character, C.W. McCall. I don't know if it was for coffee. It was like for a diner or something. And and then like those commercials were so popular that he like recorded an album as this character, C.W. McCall. And it like, I don't know, it shouldn't have devastated me, but just to learn that it was like just a marketing gimmick. I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. Okay. I, it's all good. So your assignment listeners and Taylor is to go jump on Spotify, listen to a little CW McCall for a little, for a little education. But, uh, uh, I hate that I took the rest of the time with that, with that lame CW McCall story, but we are out of time. Taylor. That was a lame story. It was. It was pretty lame. <laughs> it was one of those where I was nearing the end. I was like, I don't really have a big finish on this one. <laughs> uh, yeah, All right. That's where the convo went. 
That's what are we, we going to do? If you want to listen to fish sticks talking to each other, which is what this podcast is, that was us talking to each other. So, you know, I'm not going to apologize. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate you being on listeners. Uh, get ready for Denver. Once this all lockdown gets straightened out, Denver's going to burst on the scene and, and rock the spot. So if you're in the Denver area, and you know you need you need some comedy at your church or at your business or at your event or whatever. Hit us up, and we can we can get them out there. It's going to be great. Taylor, you, you were you were fantastic to chat with. Uh, hang in there. We're going to get through this. Yeah, we are. All right. All right. Thanks. Appreciate you being here, listeners. This was the Fish Sticks Comedy Podcast. We. Are-